Howdy. Welcome to another week of Canon Calls. This week, I talked with recurring guests Jess Hall, CEO of Canon Press, and James Angerbretson, creative director at Canon. And we talked about the brand new Canon Plus. You can find it at mycanonplus.com. It is the brand new, all of our own technology, audio and streaming service of Canon Press. We're very excited about its launch. And within the episode, there's a ton of FAQs answered. If you want to support Canon Press, I highly recommend this outlet. You're going to get a ton of resources, audio and video. There's going to be documentaries coming soon. It's a service I recommend, and it's an opportunity for you to support the mission of Canon Press and allow us to continue to do very cool things that we're really excited about. So if that's you, head to mycanonplus.com, sign up for an account. And without further ado, meet James Angerbretson and Jess Hall. All right, now welcoming on recurring guests, Jess Hall, CEO of Canon Press, and James Angerbretson, creative director. You guys are racking up Canon Calls episodes, and so we're very excited to have you back. We're talking about Canon Plus today. What is it? Who is it for? Uh, what can we expect to be on it? And so I wanted to bring you two. There were a lot of meetings I never got to be a part of, so I feel like you guys are the two to know most about it. Tell us what it is. So can we just start with what is Canon Plus? Yeah, the simple yeah. way of saying it is Canon Plus is the home to everything digital from Canon Press, soon to be digital eBooks, but right now it's audio and video. Anything that we have in our catalog that is audio and video, it's gonna be on Canon Plus. And the plus, the reason we went with Canon Plus for this version is because there's also partners. So it's Everything digital from Canon Press, plus Christchurch, New St. Andrews, American Vision, and several other people that we are in partnership with and building mm -hmm. a giant resource to outfit Christendom. Yeah, it's only going to grow. Okay, so I imagine there's a lot of people who are already familiar with what we called the Canon app, mm -hmm. and so they probably have a lot of questions or want to know what's next. Uh, or what it means for them. And we are going to get to those. Yep. But before we get to those kind of nitty gritty questions, I'm curious to get from you guys, like, how do you see uh, the landscape of the modern day publishing world? So we are independent publisher uh, trying to make it. Mm -hmm. Can you give us the setting? And then hopefully we can get to sort of how uh, you guys think Canon Plus makes a dent into that. Right. Easy place to start is publishing has been on the rocks for a while. Amazon disrupted that scene heavily. Uh, even if you just look at bookstores, those have gone by the wayside. And as like the bookstores represent physically in front of people what's actually happening in the publishing industry with companies as well. So as bookstores disappear, publishing houses are also disappearing because less and less people are buying books from bookstores and Kindles, all that has disrupted the space. About five years ago, there was a statistic that came out that said 90% of independent publishers have closed their doors or sold to the big five. Um, now the big four, actually, yes, yeah. the mergers. So publishing as a business has been increasingly difficult in the digital age, in the 
internet era. Yeah, it's interesting. I think we there are certain aspects of technology that have been really exciting, like the domestication of like channels or getting content out through things like mm-hmm. podcasting or YouTube or what have you. But it does seem like at the end of the day, there's still a sense of like you mentioned, it's now like the big five went to the big four. And it almost seems like there's a centralization happening that kind of like, this is sort of like my favorite part of like the television story of like, you know, TV used to be like these three channels. And so that therefore, like everybody's fighting for the 730 slot or, you know, like the late show hosts, like there were these like famous wars because essentially everything was centralized. It's interesting that as like we broke from that, it feels like we're actually going right back to it. How do you think? So that's from like a, as far as uh, like your job. You're, that's how you see the field. What can you speak to? Like, what you think? What does that mean for the customer? Like, as far as their experience of the publishing world, what does it mean for them that you see that? It means a lot of things. There's a lot of implications. Maybe one of the most obvious would be a. It's kind of going back to the three channels. So most yeah. of the stuff that they're getting, most of the books that are being published, are being curated by a very small group of people, and that is limiting what gets out there and what gets popularized. Right. Whether it's kids fiction or nonfiction, who's writing the history books, less and less people are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of if we see, essentially, you already mentioned like bookstores, Amazon definitely affected bookstores for sure. And then we have like centralization of that stuff as I'm curious to hear for like a CEO of Canon Press, how have you thought about that in the last several years? Yeah. Like it, what does it mean we are going to do or we're doing? So while while it can seem like oh that's this is a bad revolution it's actually a great thing just like there's there are YouTube stars and YouTube channels that have way bigger viewership than a major network yeah because people can go find the individual voices that they want and you know increasingly less the case but what was the case is there was no gatekeeper so you could go start a channel and say whatever you want on YouTube yep and people could go find voices and characters that they wanted to follow and listen to and that created opportunity there was less gatekeepers saying here's what's available so while traditional publishers would say the bookstores are closing the people that used to buy our products that we could depend on those are no longer staple parts that we can depend on for revenue for someone smaller for like canon press that leveled the playing field now mm-hmm, yeah. we're not trying to get into the bookstore any more than they are like the bookstore doesn't help their bottom line never helped our bottom line and now that levels the playing field so that we can actually adapt and you know make hay with what is the landscape of publishing and the internet and getting our voice out there so it's it's uh only been opportunity yeah so maybe we didn't have like a giant barnes and noble contract but that also allows like a certain level of agility for us to like react yeah we i mean we kind of see it like the the Gutenberg printing press, like that moment in history and what that did to anybody that could write yep. and had thoughts and that the way that the Reformation took off through that, that's kind of how we see this moment in history as being a, you know, a time, you know, a, a split in. Yeah. I mean, we're also seeing kind of the opposite of that with censorship and, and uh, just the control getting tightened. So we saw the break and everybody has the power to publish now. Right. And we, we're seeing the grabs on the uh, monopolize, monopolization of that. So, yeah. it, I mean, that's what's happening, though. There's, yeah. it's, there's publishing houses are 
being taken down. But there's, I don't know the statistics, but it's an astronomical amount of books. More books are being published every year yeah. because of print on demand. Yeah. Like n- nobody's being stopped from making a book mm-hmm. right? except for E. Michael Jones. <laughs> right. Yeah. Self-publishing is like at its highest, yeah. I think. I saw that. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that like things will never necessarily stay the same. So as awesome as the domestication of like media was, I think like we are already starting to see streaming start to go back almost. Yeah. You know, everything's starting to like go back into several, you know, okay, you can have a Roku app now, but you know, but now you're going to have to have like an app for everything. And you essentially now just like built out your own television where you're at least free from like getting away from the 730 slot, but you still got to like switch through the channels. Yeah, who was or, it that said, somebody tweeted the other day that said, we should take all the streaming services, combine them into one and call it cable. Yeah, right. And I, I feel like... Even, so even that's, that's on its way back. Yeah. Uh, I'm very curious in terms of how you guys think about, or if, if there, is there any difference in what you see as like the Christian publishing industry? Does that subset of the publishing industry change at all? Or do you kind of just see it all as the same? Is there anything of note? Hmm. That's an interesting question. I think it's very similar. Most of the Christian publishers that people would find in a bookstore or in Walmart yeah. online, books that they would come across are Christian publishing companies that have been acquired by the big four. Right. And so, yeah, they're just part of those big secular publishers anyways. Totally. Totally. Uh, you mentioned something about censorship yeah, a little bit ago. How did sort of what you see happening in the censorship of media, which again, going back to like the big four, censorship gets a lot easier mm-hmm. when there's only four channels. How has the thought or idea of like whether it's being canceled or censorship, Canon Press is not, we are familiar with the controversy mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Did that play a, uh, a role in how you thought about Canon Plus? Definitely. I think, I mean, originally, the goal was to get our audiobooks into people's hands in an easier way. So, you know, we can talk about the kind of the history of how we, yeah. of the troubles we faced as a small independent publisher to get audiobooks to people right. that weren't through Audible or, you know, just to directly get them the things they want. But it did become a big issue once uh, Amazon took Man Rampant down or yeah. wouldn't let it through because sure. we were talking about COVID. So, I mean, things in the last, we had the app, luckily, which allowed us to just move it right over. That's going to be a big piece of the puzzle for what Canon Plus is and what it's going to be. It is a certain level of protection against that. And we can okay. get directly to you. Yep. Even, even if Apple or Google or, you know, if we can't get an app on a phone, we have backups and solutions for that. And, okay. and Canon Plus stays. So you it know, wasn't no like what. primarily a pain point in the beginning, but has become clear this is obviously something what's nice is you can look at the customer as someone that you want to give value to so as a business you do better when you give the Mm -hmm. customer maximum value and if our outlet is you can only get one of our audiobooks through our website you purchase one and we'll send you a mp3 you have to figure out how to download it figure out how to get it on your phone figure out how to access it yep conveniently if it's not convenient people won't use it and they won't have success and it's not valuable to the customer so that was a pain point for us getting it directly to the customer the other channel is the big channel is audible so people would use audible to listen to audiobooks but it costs them you know 12 dollars a credit to get one of our books or they pay list price but they only get one of our books right and 
going through Amazon Audible. Like it doesn't really do much for the author. Like their royalty from that is very small. What we would make selling a book through Audible is very small. So it's not an incentive for us to really want to lean into Audible because there's very little upside. And so if Canon Plus would allow us to get every single audiobook that we have into a customer's hand in a convenient way for half the price of one Audible credit, yep. that is maximum value to the customer. And it actually helps support the author. It actually mm-hmm. puts the money directly into our pocket so that we can go make more audiobooks that our customers want, more video series that our customers want. Yep. And so yeah, it is a win-win. Yeah. And as we work on Canon Plus and build it, it's just a series of removing gatekeepers that have control and kind of getting our reliance off of Amazon and Audible. And you know those things are great, but to not rely on them is where we want to be. Um, same thing with Google, Apple. We don't want to run into any issues giving value to people. Yep. And, uh, and that's, that's been the, it, it has been the play from the beginning. It's just, we just need to get direct to our customers. So goal being maximum value to this person, yeah. to that customer. Can you guys talk about who is Canon Plus for? Like, who do you see as being your ideal customer? Man, anybody who wants to be outfitted with faithful resources, I guess, resources to live more faithfully as a Christian right where they're at. Mm-hmm. So the broad evangelical world, this app is for them. Yeah. Parents, for me, for, you know, we've kind of, uh, we've joked about this a lot. We, we kind of built Canon Plus for ourselves. Like guys like us fan, with young families looking to grow and mature, anybody looking to grow in wisdom in their understanding of Christ and what he's done for us. I think that's what Canon Plus is for. It is for reformation. We hope that Canon Plus actually changes your life. And you can spread that to another person. And that is the goal of Canon Plus is to actually create revival and reformation through the word of God. And all the materials we have in there are for that end. Yep. Yeah. It seems to me like a maximum value of content for, especially like for the moment we're in. Yeah. I know something like often talked about is the 2020s are are very strategic time. Yeah. And we want to be like ahead of that and we want to like take advantage of the moment. And so like the call of the day seems to be like good dads and good moms yeah. and like yeah. how how do you do that? This would have been like killer in college. I mm-hmm. think like when I found Canon Press and I at the time it wasn't as crazy, but you know, I would just like buy the M4B files <laughs> and they would play through like my iTunes U or Apple books. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But you know, trying to get as much content it's possible and it would have been awesome if it was just like if I had just paid a subscription yeah. fee and then I could just crank those. Yeah, there's no the barrier to the next book. Right. And it, you know, even now just listening to a to future men, once I'm done, there's no barrier to the next one. It's just right. it's there. Awesome. And we wanna we wanna give that to everybody and uh and then the goal is to long term keep dumping more content, uh move into education on all fronts and you know, really grow man rampant grow our documentaries. We have a lot of content coming that, that yeah. we're really excited about. So real quick, even just like the genre of content, can you guys speak yeah, to that? Yeah. I think that, yeah, that's one of the, we jumped into talking about Canon Plus, but it skipped over why is a publisher doing yep. video mm-hmm. content? Like we have how many, nine podcasts right yep. now. We have, you know, 
a couple big, a few big YouTube channels, relatively big YouTube channels. And then we have several shows within that, right? So we have Doug Reacts, we have Ask Doug, we yep. have Blog and May Blog, we have uh, Jared Longshore's Reformation and Revival channel. Uh, by the time this comes out, Toei Sumter's yep. channel will have been launched. Mm -hmm. and so we have a lot of video content that we're putting out, but we're a publishing house. We publish books. Yep. And so how you get to that is, well, the simple observation, I think, Anybody who's paying attention would know that it's not a very popular thing for millennials or I guess most Americans who have now been so comfortable to come home and watch TV and have such a resource of visual entertainment um, to read, to pick up a yeah. book and read it, especially a big book, uh, a substantive book. Yeah, it might be easy to read. I think there's, there's statistics on if a book is under 100 pages and someone buys it for themselves to read i think there's an 80 percent chance that they'll finish it if the book mm -hmm. is 150 pages there is a 50 percent chance that they'll finish it if it's above 150 pages it gets down to like 15 percent of people who wanted to <laughs> read the book would actually finish the book which our goal is reformation and revival and if people don't get the word they don't get the instruction um you know primarily the bible yep. would do that um and our resources are all pushing them to get into the bible so that that can happen but if they're not even willing to pick up the book to be inspired to read the bible right um then we got to find other ways to inspire them to want to finish those books right. and so we create video shows that podcasts and youtube channels and programming that would inspire them to want to go listen to the audiobook. And so here's less friction than having to pick up a book, sit down, not have someone read to you. So maybe you'd go and pick up the audiobook, listen to the audiobook on your commute to work. That's that's a little easier than sitting down and reading this 500-page yep. book. So if we can create podcasts that inspire them to go look for more books from Doug or Toby or Jared and then they get into the audiobook and then they get into the masterclass stuff that mm -hmm. we're trying to produce and pick up the book eventually or gift the book. Then that's what we want. We want them to have the equipment yep. to go live faithfully. Mm -hmm. And so it's way easier to share a YouTube link about a topic. And then if someone's interested in that topic, there's an audiobook for them. And if they're interested in the audiobook, they might share the physical book with someone else or stop there and just pick up their Bible. Yeah. That'd be nice. All right. So now I assume if we've kept people, these are either subscribers or soon to be subscribers. So for them, one of the things I wanted to do, we got into a little bit is talk about sort of the, uh, the journey that's sort of gotten us to Canon plus it started with sort of like, can we afford to keep having Ren or me yeah. explain to people how to like, get audiobooks that we're selling into their phone. Into their phone. Would it be I don't cheaper even know to, to create do. an app or <laughs> yeah. pay for more customer <laughs> yeah, service? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was sort of like an original pain point of how we talked about this. But obviously this has like grown mm -hmm. and kind of like like your daily lives have changed because of this yeah. um, and things that you're concerned about. So I think it'd be awesome to talk about that. And then I definitely want to get to things that people are probably mm -hmm. wondering about in terms yeah. of what does it mean for them that are already subscribers? Yeah, that was that was the original pain point was you kept having to go to the the phone yep. and talk 
a very nice lady. Yeah. Or, you know, talk somebody through dragging a file from their downloads yeah. into their iTunes to get to their phone. And right. it's just, it was a complicated system and we needed something better. Jess had come in around that time and started revamping our, our audio products. We sold DVDs and like large DVD sets with right. five or six DVDs in there. And we were still making audio CDs. Yeah, too. we CDs were making, so, yeah. yeah, sorry, CDs, yeah. Brian Moore um, and those guys were at that like, yeah, giant machine. We were machine. burning them in-house yeah. yep. and labeling them and everything, and it was just a mess. And we needed a better way yeah. to get this stuff to Someone's to there people. like kind of put the yeah. CD in their phone. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, How do we yeah. do this? Uh, so it was kind of, a, we, Canon was kind of a dinosaur in that way. So as we ramped up audio, we knew we had to get these into people's phones easier. And the, the option was either build ourselves our own app or go borrow one and use a, a company that white labels these things and, and get it to work that way. And that's the decision we made initially was we have to test this. We have to see if people want it, if uh, this is actually going to work. So we went with the white label app. And that's the, the old Canon app was essentially a, a kind of a plug and play system. So for the plebs, what is a white label? White like, label is, what is it, it's plug and play. So it's like a, it's pre-built and we just plug our content in. And the, the best one we could find, we still had to jerry rig into essentially like make, turning all of our audiobooks into RSS feed podcasts that then pipe into your book. So yeah, we just it, had a would, lot of trouble with the it would be like if we had like cigars we were going to sell cigars yeah exactly and we would we don't make cigars or you know we don't have like a a field yeah yeah, a field we would take someone else's field where you know they would allow us to essentially buy those and we could just put our own canon press label on it so we did that with an app so somebody had like a technology the technology kirkland brand yeah (laughs) exactly yeah somebody had the technology of an app which if I remember right, like we kind of like you borrowed their infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we kind of shoehorned what we wanted into it. Oh yeah. Right. From what I remember, like they that hadn't that technology hadn't done exactly what we were looking for Nothing yet or really anything had. like that. So yeah. we sort of like pioneered that for them. Mm-hmm. So there's businesses out there that use apps, have an app for mm-hmm. you know their video content. And so yeah. if they if they're a media company and they have video, there's apps out there for them. Yeah. We can put it in. Mm-hmm. sell your video sell a subscription to your video and there's people out there using um like substack if they're writers right. they have a blog subscribe to their blog you get their written content mm-hmm. yep. and there are people out there that have podcasts and do audio and so you can get their audio app but canon press doing text audio and video there wasn't any white label infrastructure that we could go you know, hundreds of audiobooks and, you know, thousands of sermons into and actually have it work. So, yeah, we found the best possible one that we could jerry rig to see if people would even want to subscribe to a service right. like this. They mm-hmm. would get all of our audiobooks, videos. And so we did that for a while. Yeah, the reception was amazing. I mean, surprising to say the least in terms of how much people valued what was in there, how much they loved it. How frustrated they were that the app didn't quite work. How kind um, they were to stick how with kind it. they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we were blown away by our fans and our customers that that are dedicated to like the, despite bugs. Despite 
Everything, yeah. Not saving our not places saving. in the <laughs> books. Not, not keeping your track. <laughs> yeah. You can't browse chapters, all this stuff. Sure. That was that just showed us, okay, we have to do this right. We have to figure out a way to do it. Um, so about a year ago, we sat down and decided that's what we have to do. We have to build this ourselves because nothing out there fits what we need. And that, that started the long process of figuring out exactly what we needed, what we wanted, how to build it. And I mean, that's long story short brought so, us the yeah. plus can you platform. i'm can you talk a little bit about like what what did you build like what does it mean that you built something yeah it, i mean it's ground it's from the ground up so instead of borrowing other people's technology and other pieces yeah. we have built the platform ourselves um we've built it to function off of apple and google like we talked about earlier function on on the web which is what up until right now people have been using mycanonplus.com that's that's the okay. that's the web-based side of it um, but the, but the technology itself is is pretty simple and has existed for a while. Just in the the form that we needed it, we needed it to work for text eventually, audio, video, and be browsable and discoverable, and a place where people can go to to find everything and and we can kind of grow the content there. So essentially, like everything's going to still run through major apps, yeah. like oh, yeah. Apple, iPhone. Yep. You're still going to be able to da- download from the App Store. Mm-hmm. Who are the other people? What do you use? Android. Google. Right, the yeah, Android. Right, right. Them. <laughs> the other uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if worse comes to worse, you know, if somebody actually like takes the time to read Doug's content, who's in charge somewhere, and they yeah. were like totally black out our stuff, we would still fall back on that web base. Mm-hmm. Can you talk? Yeah. It's like, that's like just, it's essentially it's like protected. a website. Yeah. And so that's that's like the non-cancelable aspects mm-hmm. where if somebody had done it to the app, yeah, you know, yeah, we would have been done for all for of time. your books. Just yeah. everything's gone. Right. right. Um, and we're back to the stone age of CDs. Me and, on the phone. And, yeah. And you on the phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. People would probably know the stories of Parler, which sure. was like the conservative Twitter. Yeah. Sure. And because they didn't have the infrastructure to fall back on once yep. the app stores kicked them out their business was shut off and people were kept from getting to it. Yeah. Same thing. I think with Gab, people might have found Gab once it was already just a web-based app so they can download Gab and it functions like an app from your phone or from the computer, but it's actually just a browser. So instead Mm -hmm. of Chrome, you're opening Gab, Mm -hmm. you're opening Canon plus uh, to some degree. Yeah. And so we've built Canon plus so that if some tech overlords say, those guys are spreading misinformation. Yep. We need to cancel them, get them out of the Play Store. They just are too, doing too many hate crimes and they boot us off. People's subscriptions still work. They still have a place to go mm-hmm. on the web app. And you can even download from the web so that it shows up and it looks like an app mm-hmm. from your homepage. Yeah, it's not that, I mean, we, we've, we've had a little bit of that with Amazon. And, yep. you know, we're, yeah. we're not, that's not our primary concern right now. Right. But I think we'd be really naive to go and just put ourselves in this weak position and that's that's just not something we wanted to do we don't have to worry about it yeah 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 um so now we can now we can work on everything else focus on the content start to to grow and and give people more and more of what they love from us yep but so yeah until then until they cut us off it is in the app store yeah google play store and we want to continue to build it and put it in you know Fire TV and have yeah. your Roku app and make it available everywhere while we can. Yeah. Awesome. 
So uh, maybe getting a little bit more specific than we did on the front half, as Canon Press, like the company Canon Press, what mm-hmm. do you see Canon Plus doing for us? Like, how does yeah. this affect our publishing house? Basically, the customer voted and said they want more of this. They yeah. like it and they want more. So this year on Canon Plus, we've committed to doing at least one audiobook a week. So each week we're releasing a new audiobook. We also now, because of Canon Plus, have a place to go for people to go subscribe, which is the number one way to keep shows mm-hmm. in progress, to keep us filming, to keep us making content. It is the way to support the authors and allow them to dedicate time. Mm-hmm. And so the app is actually a way to do that. I mean, in like in general, are you talking like content plan? Like what we're... Well, yeah. I mean, so does it, you know, yeah. we mentioned, you mentioned kind of at the end of that front half, we're a publishing house that does books. Right. But I imagine this opportunity is going to provide a lot more yeah. different outlets, you know, different mediums and like more content in that regard. Mm-hmm. I think you're seeing it now. Our our audience should be with Man Rampant, yeah. with the um, the video content we have coming. We have two or three feature length documentaries on the schedule, and we are working really hard to not be a traditional publisher yeah. and give people something a brand that they can they can love and support that gives them every you know gospel centered uh, wisdom and entertainment across every platform. So. Yep. From podcasting to documentaries to feature films. And that's just where we're headed. And then it allows us to partner with other people headed in that direction yes. as well. Yeah. yeah. So piggybacking off kind of where you were, this is where you were headed. You mentioned one thing that I really like about Canon Plus and other iterations before was one thing you said was we want to be a place that like adds value to the customer, which we've talked a lot about. But I also think it's very cool the little bit that I've heard you talk about just being a place where like content creators would want to be and being generous and like making, you know, we want to be a place that like good quality people are wanting to be on. Yeah. I mean, one, just if you're out there and you're a creator, you could look at Canon plus as a potential platform to have your documentary come out. So, you know, we've worked and done a partnership with is Genesis history. And so you can go like, well, that's not a documentary we made at Canon press, but, Somebody did, and we reached out to them and said, our audience would like this. Yep. Can we have it in the app? And now they have a platform to reach more people with yep. what they created, what they thought was a valuable piece of content as well. So it's, it could be a home for a lot of creators. And for other companies, we were working with Word MP3, which has 25,000 tracks mm-hmm. that you know Greg Strawbridge has been faithful recording content yep from the last what do you say started in 2001 or 2000 yeah a long time um, ago. yeah so for 20 years he's been recording conferences and talks and now because of canna plus there's a much easier way for people to get all of that so mm. we're partnering with him having a channel within the app so the reason it's canon plus is it's canon press and yep. everything we have mm. plus word mp3 now and so over the next We'll see how long it takes us to get 25,000 tracks into Canon Plus. But over the next couple of months, people are going to have that wealth of content. So a lot of talks from James Jordan and David Chilton and even more Doug stuff, more talks from Nate. There's Michael Foster talk that he gave that's now in Word MP3. And And I feel like they're almost a perfect example, too, of like similar things that we ran into 
of, yeah. you know, there's 25,000 tracks on there. I like, I would be someone who's like target audience that would be interested in those. But given like how technology has gone, it's like kind of difficult to get it to me. And right. yeah, but now like, like, like you were saying the ability now to like, for someone to just like cruise through that stuff, like it's going to be yeah. life changing. I mean, like mm. could be life changing for someone. Right. Yeah. And to support it and help more of it get made. More that's, that kind of you stuff. know, that's one yep. of the biggest things is the, the way that, that Canon plus compensates authors yep. is a lot sweeter than audible than other platforms Scribd and it's just else. yeah we can just bless everybody and get more content in the hands of the the viewers and the listeners and we can help the creators make it and really really grow grow the platform in a way that benefits benefits yeah. everybody i mean i think most of the other publishers or content creators that we've partnered with so far and probably will continue to partner with are people like ourselves that don't yep. want to like turn the faucet off or like be mm -hmm. stingy with what we give like our goal is to make it as easy as possible to get as many resources as they want mm -hmm. and canon plus allows us to do that in a way that is actually helpful to us as a company and it is helpful to the customer so it really is this great solution to not have you know a difficult time getting as much as you want so if there's twenty five thousand tracks you can listen to as many of them as you want. Right. And you get the whole catalog. Yeah. For You're not waiting eight, eight for the next month. Yeah. Instead of, you know, yeah. I think some of the, you would probably know better than me, the, some of the collections that are on Word MP3 in and yeah. of themselves right. are hundreds of dollars to totally. get them. But now for $7.99, you can mm -hmm. crush through them yep. if you wanted to. And, and that his goal is to make it available to equip you to live more faithfully under the lordship of jesus christ mm -hmm. totally that's what that's the goal and yeah that's what yeah we're trying to do with it yeah and i mean to going back to the point of the support we've received the the annual subscriptions and the faithful monthly subscribers have been just the pivotal piece to make all of this happen and to make more of it happen and the goals we have now because of those people I, i'm just really excited to bring all of the content that we have planned and partner with more people and just bless that's that's what I hope Canon Plus does is just bless and bless and bless everybody involved. It is. I mean, we've been talking about it as we want it to be the the biggest tool for revival mm -hmm. in the world. You know, I, was, yeah. I mean, obviously the Bible is yeah. the, the Holy Spirit. But what we can do is we can put all this stuff together in such a way that it is now because of Canon Plus, everyone in Canada can go download it and have yep. that same catalog everyone in australia dealing with lockdowns and trouble yep. can go get this giant catalog and there's no borders for canon plus there's no border so it, there's mm -hmm. again my my hope would be down the road we can go partner with somebody in the czech republic or somebody in turkey and we can translate and get a lot of this stuff dubbed translated and available everywhere in the world yeah. so that people have it and it now yeah. there's it, there's no shipping fee there's no material costs right like we can get it over there mm -hmm. we just need more and more partners yeah and maybe on a more technical level too the we will the plan is to have free stuff just stocked you know have have canon plus stocked with free stuff as well that you don't need to pay for and the ability to to grow that and just help get resources in people's hands that are free and um and then we have our premium content there but really, 
you know, one of the things I'm reading what Doug's book, what is it, Primer on Worship and Reformation? And one of his points is that everywhere the modern church goes, there's a cash register right there. That is one of the things that at Canon we want to be really sensitive. We're always looking for ways to get as much into people's hands for as little as we can. Yep. And and that I think Canon Plus just only makes that easier because we don't have to print a physical book. We don't have to there's not paper shortages and all this stuff overhead. We can get it out, get it out faster to the entire world. Direct. In a way direct. In a way we've we've never been able to do before. What do you guys so as of this coming out, or at least as of the recording, we're just now everyone's turning over and updating their apps yeah. to Canon Plus. Are there things you can kind of get ahead of if like if say I'm a subscriber, what does this mean for me? What's changing? What can I expect? Yeah. So for Apple subscribers, um, Apple users, we are doing we we started a slow a slow rollout at the beginning of, the, of this week. Okay. So you should be able to just go to the app store, hit update, and it should just update you to Canon Plus. Cool. If you did sign up for a uh, an, a new account, uh, like we asked everybody to do on mycanonplus.com, just use that same email and hit restore purchases, and that cool that'll do it. Going back a little bit, if mm-hmm. you have the current iteration of the Canon app, mm-hmm. it will automatically update That's to right, become yeah. Canon Plus. So you okay. don't have to do anything. It'll update. Well, you may have to update, but you don't have to go download a new app. You don't. It's not a, a new service. It's not a separate Your product. account is going to be live. You're just going to restore your purchase once Canon Plus is activated. And so if you're a paid member, that membership will translate to Canon Plus. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Anything else that you see is like uh, you can head off? We're going to, I mean, some of the features coming out yeah, that people will that. know, we know that people will want. The question is, how many features do you build before you make it live? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we wanted to get it live as soon as possible because the primary feature we wanted to fix from the last one is you can track your spot now. So okay. now if you are listening to an audiobook in Canon Plus, it's going to save your place. <laughs> revolutionary revolutionary yeah amazing yeah yeah and so but there's several other ones that we have on the roadmap that we didn't want to wait yeah to release this this iteration Mm -hmm. so downloading for offline use is the big one that's That's, coming that's coming yeah we're just right on the edge of pushing that cool and that's that's going to be huge for people the library the current uh iteration of the app is you now have a library tab that you can just keep all your stuff you can track things that I've track progress. And, yeah, okay. things you've been reading. You can mark things as finished. You can save for downloads and have separate places for each of those. With the okay. current app, you're you kind of lose them. You Which lose your right current. now you have to push play in order for it to go to your library. Okay. Yep. We That's will right. make it possible to put something into your library mm-hmm. without pushing play first. Yeah. But that is something yeah. coming. I mean, that's the beauty of owning our own platform and doing the work is we so, can yeah. we can set the track on what we want and and right. how rather than like somebody has a ticket, we've got to relay that to Maz. Yeah, for Maz. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. Yep. So uh, I hope the app at every touch point improves <laughs> and fewer issues and usability is up and you can find new books easier. One of the other problems with the app is with the the old Canon app was it feels like a you're in this black hole of content. You can't, it's tough to find new things and other than literally browsing through every page and clicking on everything. And the discover page of, of the, the new Canon Plus platform, 
we hope to use as just a way to feed you content that that we think you're going to like that is related to what you're interested in and growing that to suggest things and and get people into more into more of our stuff and bless more with with things they didn't know about that's going to be a really big really big spot to do that so awesome yeah awesome all right guys thanks so much for coming in yeah the canon plus stuff i hope this was helpful it's like a big monolith thing so if yeah. we can get people yeah. you know knowing what it is what what's going to be in there I think it's mm. going to be really, really awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. So sign up at mycanonplus.com and then go to the app stores and download it from there. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks. Thank you.